so as I said, the first segment of our program is where we take a look at these personal development skills. Uh, last week we had a very interesting discussion all about uh, complacency. The week before that was all about being, uh, you know, you, 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 are, you make yourself, you develop yourself to such an extent that you cannot be distracted by anything indistractable. That was the discussion we had two weeks ago. As I said, last week we spoke about complacency, not allowing complacency to set in in the workplace. The second segment that we will have, inshallah, after the half-hour break, uh, that is where we'll take a look at the Q's and A's. This week, what are we discussing? We're speaking about all, we're speaking all about entrepreneurial mindset. So, being an entrepreneur, what does it mean to be an entrepreneur? The different types of it, etc. Mufti Sap will take us through this uh, entire discussion. So, let's start off with that, Mufti Sap. What is an entrepreneurial mindset? I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. It's a bit of a tongue twister there. Yes, when we talk of an entrepreneurship or entrepreneurial mindset, then, you know, we would say that it's not for the faint-hearted. What we're talking about is being dedicated, Mm. being determined, you know, wholeheartedly investing into your own journey. And uh, the reason why we say that is that according to the small business trends, one in four entrepreneurs fail at least once before succeeding. So it takes entrepreneurs an average of three years for their business to begin supporting them financially. And just listening to that statistics, it's really daunting. It's a daunting statistic. So, uh, you know, budding entrepreneurs must be prepared for many challenges that they will likely face. And (coughs) they must have unwavering commitment to their business Mm. and all of this in the face of adversity. So, you know, that is the type of mindset that a person needs to have uh, when undertaking something of this nature. Okay, now if Muftasap can please share with us uh, the four primary types of entrepreneurs. Yes. So the four primary types of entrepreneurs is that uh, firstly, you have the small business owner. A a small business owner, that's the first type. The second type, uh, which would be an agent of social change. The third type, an innovator with a large company. And the fourth type is a founder of a scalable enterprise. So what we're talking about here is that when you talk of the first type, a, a small business owner, you know, small business owners, operators are the most common type of entrepreneurs. Uh. A small to medium business, size business, what we tell, the term is SMBs. They represent more than 99% of entrepreneurial enterprises. And this type of opportunity is, you know, vastly appealing for many reasons. Why would one become a a small-time entrepreneur? Because it uh, grants you freedom from constantly, uh, you know, having to answer to someone (coughs) and things like that. What are the qualities that you need? Uh, Being your own boss is a double-edged sword. Being your own boss means you are typically your sole source of accountability. Mm. And this is the primary reason, you know, 
so to say hard workers should be considered number one, the, the number one non-negotiable characteristic uh, before considering, uh, you know, being an entrepreneur or a small business owner. Uh, if you're not a self-starter, think long before you begin investing in opening a new business. So you need to ask yourself, am I truly a self-starter at heart? Do others who know me well agree with this self-assessment? Uh, and there are several personality tra- tests you can take online and things like that. Uh, so, you know, we talk of business plan and capital and all of that, but uh, the number one thing is obviously yourself that you bring to the business. So always remember that the primary asset you will bring to any venture is yourself. And every successful enterprise starts with at least one tireless, uh, you know, one tireless uh, person who will work at all cost. Uh, so that is the first thing. The second point is, you know, you find a person considering what type of entrepreneurship they should enter into. Uh, if you're a person who is interested in social advocacy, there are many, many professionals who are not contented with only earning a good living. And for them, the sweet spot is finding work that harnesses your skill set and also makes a positive contribution. Mm. And, you know, there are those who are driven by a cause more significant than oneself and that helps keep their fire stoked uh, while facing uh, any setback, etc. So how do you know if this is the type of person you need to ask yourself, what am I passionate about? What opportunities might there be to effect positive change and while doing that, I'm making a change and together with that stimulating, uh, you know, simultaneously making a profit. Uh, the downside of this is that, you know, the industry in which you make your living, what sort of complaints do others make about your business? Social entrepreneurs tend to pay close attention whenever they encounter issues that may uh, will maybe possibly, uh, you know, infringe on this. Okay, so that is the second part. Now, the third part is uh, when you look at yourself and you ask yourself the question as to, you know, is my company making a positive impact on the local community? Uh, which efforts am I personally willing to spearhead? And if, you know, the answer is that you would like to make a positive impact on the local community, you would like to spearhead, then that is where you fit in as a, an innovator within a larger company. And this tend to be people with mid-career professionals uh, working to effect mutually beneficial change within a larger company uh, and this may be a viable option for them. The avenue is especially appealing for those who uh, may not be in a position to take on risks associated with entrepreneurship. So they're comfortable where they are and, uh, you know, they want to make that change within the company. So that is the third type. The f- fourth type is where you ask yourself, you know, do I have an idea for product or service that could significantly improve other people's lives? Have I come up with something that is both innovative and unique? And how might this concept play out in other markets? So what we're talking about here is, you know, uh, entering into what we term as scalable enterprise, uh, where you start a new venture with an existing exit strategy. In other words, the success of this, the startup is only the first step in the chain. And after the new business is launched, the founder works to uh, show up the stability of this, what we term the mothership, and the initial offerings is then available to potential investors. So you want to start off something and then 
or you want to, you know, hand it over or sell it over and give it to others. So these are, you know, the different, you need to ask yourself the questions, where do I fit in this? Do I want to start a business on my own? Do I want to be uh, doing some social advocacy? Uh, do I want to be uh, entering into a mutually beneficial? Do I want to start something and hand it over? Uh, these are the type of things you need to know because once you have a vision, it makes it easier for you to chart out your direction. Yeah, most certainly. Once you know where you want to go, it makes it much more easier for you to get there. But if you're just, uh, you're just driving around, you don't know where you're going, then that doesn't take you anywhere. You just end up in circles. So it is really important that we do keep that in mind. As Mufti Sab explained to us, the four primary types of entrepreneurs, and we've got to see which one do we fit in or which one do we want to turn out to be. Now, Mufti Sab, what are the steps that one can follow to build an entrepreneurial mindset? Number one, because now, you know, you are entering into a uncharted territory, important for you is to create your own structure. And that is the biggest challenge. If you had a job before, uh, you know, chances are you had to report to a certain time, take your lunch at time, uh, leave once you did your eight hours. Uh, when you finish your work for the day, you know, it's over. But now, once you are your own boss, or you're the entrepreneur, uh, it puts you in a different loop entirely. Uh, it can be tempting to sleep in or fill your day with activities that don't take you forward. So you must build your own structure and stick to it. Know your schedule, create a sales plan, uh, you know, and detail out client onboarding process. Uh, so on the, that's one thing. On the other side also, don't burn yourself out because you think, you know, I'm working for myself. Uh, so I don't have to be tied to nine to five. I can work from six in the morning till six in the evening. A lot of entrepreneurs find themselves working from dawn till dusk and then not even realizing that they're being available all the time. And that seems normal, but eventually it will weigh you down. It will weigh you down. So you need to examine your schedule and uh, be reasonable and then uh, set it up and stick to it. Boundaries are essential in building an entrepreneurship. So that's the first point, the structure. Number two is, uh, just because you can doesn't mean you should. You know, a very interesting phenomenon that happens when you get business rolling is the opportunities start to come out of the woodwork. And some of these opportunities are quite exciting. And if you have yet to create any structure in your business, it's easy to, to overcome it. You know, you just keep saying yes, yes, yes to everything that comes your way. And that can be a way to, to uh, you know, overfill your tank. So that is a second point. Another thing is, you know, you don't know where the opportunities will come from. So to talk about what you do. Uh, my one friend here was given the a huge security contract and he's, you know, guarding a big company that manufactures fridges and everything. And he says, it just came by chance, talking about what you do. Mm. So uh, when you, as an entrepreneur, you are the brand of your business, Talk about it wherever you get the opportunity. Uh, it helps, uh, you know, getting the word out. But while talking about it, you shouldn't become obnoxious. You know, some people mm -hmm. uh, just go on and on and they annoy other people. Be humble. Uh, you know, always be humble. Uh, a, a seasoned entrepreneur is someone who has battle scars. Being an entrepreneur can test the resolve of even the strongest person. But being humble... Uh, when you're getting started, you know, at all times, accept help, 
accept advice, accept support from those who have come before you because you're building something that's never been built before. If you're selling an identical product as someone else, it's still your brand that is unique to you. And you will have slip-ups. You will have angry customers coming in and shouting and saying that you're useless and you don't know nothing or employee issues, product problems. That's all part of it. But stay humble so you can get through the learning and uh, uh, less scathe. Another thing is that uh, problem looking for a solution. You know, there's a coding concept that uh, I've heard once and it's something interesting. Don't create a solution to a problem no one has. Shift your mindset from creating something clever to creating something that actually solves problems. If you created a solution to a problem no one has, you're in big trouble. So, you know, focus on the type of people you want to serve and solve the problems. Examine your target audience. What do you need that they're lacking? And if you answer the question, there will be an instant demand for your product service. Uh, another interesting thing, and, you know, this is a concept I came across, which you may find it strange initially, but, you know, just understand this. It says that don't fall in love with your product. And, you know, the reason why we say that is that so many times the business you start isn't the business you end up with. Mm. And markets change. Customers' needs change. You'll need to change along the way. And if you fall in love with a product or a service you can keep, then, uh, you know, you, you, you then fall into a fixed mindset, not allowing you to see the opportunities in front of you. And this then keeps you stuck into uh, back, uh, keeps you stuck from innovating. So building an entrepreneurial mindset means constantly looking to solve your customers' problems, even if that means shifting your product or your service to do so. Uh, you know, often I see entrepreneurs that are so set on pushing through their original ideas that they lose sight of their mindset and having some sort of flexibility, allowing your product to serve. And if it isn't, then to make the adjustments. And uh, a final thought here is that, you know, as an entrepreneur, what you need to do is you need to divide between what is revenue generating activities and what is non-revenue generating activities. So don't get caught up uh, in being busy if that doesn't make you money. Uh, if you find that you're always busy, mm. then you need to start with a to-do list, write it on paper. Once you finish getting it all down, separate the tasks to... Revenue generating, that's what's going to make you money, non-revenue generating column. And make sure that you are working on the revenue generating column each day. And don't let uh, tasks that don't make money for you consume you. So prioritizing is, uh, you know, important. And once you've gotten your revenue generating tasks sorted out, put them uh, in an order of importance. So uh, whether you're a budding entrepreneur or a seasoned pro, Building an entrepreneurial mindset is key. And in that process, setting boundaries, making wise decisions about who you work with, uh, sharing your ventures with the world, remaining humble, being a problem solver, staying realistic and keeping your priorities in check, all of that will help you to, uh, to be successful. So these are the steps that we share with you today. And uh, you know, taking these steps to set your, uh, will set yourself up for success. And that is the, one of the best things you can do along for your entrepreneurial journey. 
Jazakallah for that, Mufti Sab. Very, very, very informative. That Mufti Sab took us through, you know, understanding firstly what is the mindset and then the different types of entrepreneurs that you get and to find out which category suits you the best or which one can you fall in, which one are you uh, headed towards or which one will suit you and your ideas and your way of doing things. And then obviously Mufti Sab took us through various steps that we can follow in order to build this mindset within us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide us and make it easy for us to, to, to practice and to Zakla to Mufti Sab for that.